If there was ever a time in your life where you were more committed to your dreams, your aspirations and goals than you are this very moment, I need you to remember that life is a gift. It's a loan that the very moment that you are in right now is not promised, yet you're here. And so you owe yourself that debt to reignite that fire, to find the wick of purpose and light it up like never before. So I ask. What is your wake-up call? What is enslaving you? What is controlling your thoughts? Is it the television set? Feeding your mind images of what life should be? Or is it weakness? A lack of discipline that prevents you from accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Get up and go after it. Chase down those goals. Chase down your dreams. Plan on purpose. Whatever it is you thought, whatever it is you got comfortable with, whatever it is that got you to take a pause, I need you to fast forward and go after it with new gusto. I need you to bob your head to that rhythm of life that says, this is your time. This is your moment. There is something positive about igniting and being honest with yourself about your goals. Start talking to yourself. Start building yourself up. Sometimes the only good things you will hear about you are the things that you say to you. So I'm saying learn to be your own booster. Start building yourself up. Start encouraging yourself. Start saying, I can do this. I can make this happen. We keep living in our limitations, man. Like when you understand that you're worthy, God has already equipped you. When you understand that God has given you a purpose, these opinions, these struggles, these all, all those things that try to hold you back, man, they really don't matter as much. They don't have as much power in your life. This isn't a message to tell you that you're not gonna go through anything because you're gonna go through a lot. This is the world. You're gonna go through hard times. None of us are exempt from the storm. None of us are exempt from the struggle. None of us are exempt from hate. None of, our ex none of us are exempt from criticism. Then there is an upgrade version of you that is coming because you work for it. It's not given to you. You earn it by every day rededicating yourself to get up, to go after your goals and dreams. Now, what are your goals and dreams? They're pictures of what's possible when you commit yourself to be more than you were. The only person that can get in our way is us. It's me. It's you. It's not those people that don't like you. You're giving them power. Get up and wake up and be conscious of what is creeping into your mind. What's getting in there? What are you letting in there? What is forcing itself in there? And what does it want you to do? 
you have only one life. So don't waste it. Being controlled by someone else. Your only competition is you. Because if you pull out everything that's within you, and you go to war with it against any situation, whether it be trying out for your team, trying to get a promotion, or starting your own business. If you bring out the best version of you, if you fail, you can at least look at yourself and say, I gave it my all, and there was satisfaction with giving your all. I promise you, there is a new level. There is healing, there is strength, there is courage. There is confidence. There is a next level of greatness with your name on it. But some of us, we so wrapped up into our self-pity. We so wrapped up into what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is saying. We so wrapped up into being a watcher that we don't claim it. You claim it's struggle. You claim it's generational trauma. You claim it's generational curses. You, cl you claim it all these things. And you're allowing those things to stick to your soul. You're allowing those things to become you because thoughts become things, things become behaviors, and behaviors become us. You're allowing those things, you're not claiming that greatness that God gave you. I believe if you find that best version of yourself because you committed yourself to being more, the elevation that you took from one level to the next will propel you to a greater destination. the adventure along the route, man. And I would say, where's that adventure to be found? In faith? What's the faith? The highest value is love and truth is its handmaiden. It's like a marriage. It's the same thing. It's like, well, is this the person for me? Oh, that's the wrong question. How do I find out if this is the person for me? by binding myself to them. Well, maybe the same thing's true of life, right? You bind yourself to it. And the tighter you bind yourself to it, the more you find out what it is. And that's like a radical embrace. No plane gets up and doesn't have a destination. You must have a goals, write them down. And when turbulence comes, Take that deep breath and realize you can ride this out. You're buckled in with aspirations, with a plan of attack, with a plan of purpose and discipline. There is more to you than anyone knows, even you. You will have good days and you'll have bad days but you will always learn something more or something new and you will learn more overall on bad days than good days. People are often afraid of moving forward and no wonder, but you should be way more afraid of not moving forward. And so if you get that hell behind you, it's like, well, do I want to go there? Well, I don't have the effort, the energy. I'm not even sure that 
It's the right thing. It's like, well, do I want to go back there? It's like, no, definitely not that. If you don't feel that hell, then you're not nearly as motivated as you could be. A lot of us get our feet stuck in concrete. We get our feet stuck in concrete because we're afraid to make enemies. We're afraid of students in our mind. We're afraid of being in that group of people. And when you walk away, we're afraid of what they might say behind your back. All that fear clouds your brain, clouds your thinking. One thing in life, you're gonna always have haters. Embrace them. If you can walk on water, trust me, your haters are saying you can walk on water because you can't swim. Learn one thing, shut the noise out. Embrace the fact that people don't like you. It means you're doing something right. Stay hard, stay in the fight. The one thing that you have to understand about mental toughness, there is no one thing. You know what? Every time you decided not to take the right path, you know why you didn't do it? Because it was too damn hard. That's why. That's why people don't take the right path. That's why you ask, what's the one thing? Boy, don't we wish it was that simple. There's no one rule to success. There's no one rule to winning. Those rules are endless. Mental toughness is a continuing battle what's going on in your head. It's time for you to take your deep dive into the deeper parts of yourself. Uncover the greater parts. So don't judge your success by the masses, what they think of you. Judge yourself by what God told you to do. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishment the scroll, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And those words, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul became a mantra for me. What it said is, I am responsible for the choices that I make in my life. To the future think for a moment. Future think a year from now. If you kept the things in your life that you're complaining about, the things in your life that keep in pain, the things in your life that are stealing and robbing your peace, how is your life gonna be a year from now? Right now, picture your life by just removing those things. Maybe it's one thing, maybe it's two things. Removing those things, how much free is your life going to be? I think that among the things that prevent us from acting is the fear of failure. And if you've already failed, you don't want to fail again. The pain of that, the disappointment, the fear of loss is another thing. Because many times when we do those things that we know we need to do, we feel that we might lose somebody that we love very much and care about. We don't want to hurt anybody. Many of us don't act because we want other people's approval. We want everybody to like us and to accept us. And that's not possible. 
But unless you know three things. Number one, who are you and what your value is? Number two, what is your purpose here in life? And number three, what is your destiny when you're done here? Maybe you need to rename your storm. Yeah, it sucks. But this is going to be sanctified. Yeah, it's hard. But somehow healing's coming out of this. I told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. Can I say it a different way? In this world you will have a storm. Down moments and you're going to have them. When that conversation starts talking to you and it's going to talk to you, what you will do is you can pull that out and read it and it will build you up. Life will knock you between the eyes. It will catch you on the blind side, come out of nowhere, stuff you can't anticipate. And so the first thing is the power of choice. Finish this sentence for me. I choose to be blissful rather than blank. I choose to be blissful rather than blank. What would your answer be? One of the emotions I challenge you to experience more of in life is bliss. You know, we are the calibration of maybe the five emotions we experience on a regular basis. And so, if you're experiencing depression, frustration, worry, fear, anxiety, pain on a regular basis, you're gonna have one life. If you're experiencing bliss and fulfillment and ecstasy and joy in, a, in your life and, and contribution, recognition and significance, if you're experiencing love, you experience those emotions, you have a totally different life. We have the power to choose which emotions we want to experience. Not making a choice is a choice. A non-decision is a decision. If you don't choose consciously to begin to experience the emotions you want, what are the five emotions that if you could choose them, you'd experience on a regular basis? The pursuit of greatness is something that people would deter you from and say you shouldn't go after. They say you should pursue happiness. But who says you can't be happy by chasing greatness? Because greatness is a destination. And the fact that others have achieved it in one area means it's available for you in your lane. But greatness is something that humbles us. Greatness is something that moves us beyond ourselves. Greatness inspires us and uplifts us. Greatness is a thing that will humble you because you know that you don't deserve it, but you gain it because you sacrifice. Greatness is a thing of beauty. Greatness is incomprehensible. Right, that's the spirit, because for most people, what do they, what do, they do? Just enough. For most people, what do they do? What's required? For most people, what do they do? What you tell them to do. That's what most people do. That's what the common man does. 
right? But what does the uncommon man do? Right? He'd go the extra mile, right? Because he's wired a certain way. And God gives us greatness, not just to me, but to you, but to a faithful few who are willing to use it for the good of others. What do you do when you fail? Other than death, all failure is psychological. Other than death, all failure is psychological. Think about that. Just, just, just think about that. This failure, this upset, this, this catastrophe, if you aren't dead, then it's just psychological. It's in your head. Now, this does not mean that you won't lose some battles, because you will. We all will. But it does mean that as long as you don't surrender, as long as you don't give up, as long as you don't quit, then you haven't failed. Well, I think life is precious because you can't watch it again. I mean, you can believe in an afterlife if that makes you feel better. It doesn't mean it's true. But once you realize you're not going to be around forever, I think that's what makes life so magical. One day you'll eat your last meal, smell your last flower, hug your friend for the very last time. You might not know it's the last time. So that's why you should do everything you love with passion, you know? treasure the few years you've got because that's all there is failure is not an overnight experience and neither is success failure is the result of failure to make the calls failure to follow through failure to say i love you failure to give a hundred percent that creates ultimate failure in life the feelings we want to avoid at almost all costs and yet success is also one step at a time it's successfully making the call. It's successfully getting yourself up and following through. It's successfully making sure you make that unique contact. It's successfully breaking through the limits that used to stop you. It's the culmination of all those little successes over a 30-day period and over a lifetime that eventually creates a life that we have total pride and joy in knowing is our own. Don't live a life to impress people. Live a life to impact people. The first step to being unhappy is trying to please everyone else. And I'll take it a step further. The first step to hating your own life is trying to impress people that don't care about you. We spend money we don't have just to make people like us. We change who we are just to make people like us. Right? We hide our greatness just to make people like us. We fit in, we blend in, we follow the trend just to make people like us. What fears am I holding on to? What fears that I'm allowing to imprison me that's keeping me from breaking out, that's keeping me from living up to my true potential, that's keeping me from really being happy, that's keeping me from having a sense of adventure and excitement in my life. What's, what's keeping me from controlling my destiny? That we must give our permission to fear 
to immobilize us. Because whatever discomfort you experience, whatever challenges or difficulty that it is, you got to handle it. your pursuit of greatness is about becoming more so that you can serve others, then you can achieve it. You want to be great? Then it's going to require great sacrifice. But what's the separating factor? When talent meets talent, talent is no longer enough. When talent meets talent, talent is no longer enough. Now it's about who has character. Now it's about who has integrity. Now it's about who's dedicated, who's committed. Now it's about who's gonna show up on time. Now it's about who's willing to do extra. If you don't believe in yourself, then what do you become? If you don't believe, if you simply believe in them, then your belief system is to believe that they are bigger than you. They are God themselves, and they're not. They cannot tell you what's capable. You must believe that the same way God gave you a breath, and a new sunset. To rest, to wake up, to see a sunrise so you can chase after that greatness. That there is something in you that can only be brought out when you stop listening to others and start believing what he said about you. You are capable, you are possible. All you have to do is make yourself available. than you've ever been with a better mindset than you've ever held. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Just like the moon and like suns with the certainty of tides, just like the hopes springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes? Shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard, cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air I'll rise. Out of the huts of history's shame I rise. Up from the past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I am a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling. I bear in the tribe. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. You know how many stories of potential it is in the world? 
many storms of potential of cats that had the juice, and then you see them five, ten years later, and they blaming an institution, and they blaming a coach because they didn't have the heart, integrity, and character to show up every single day and do what they said they were going to do? Stories of potential. Stories of cat telling them how great they were destined to be. When I say bitch, it's not gender specific. It's a mindset. It means weak, soft, feel sorry for yourself. Get your ass up and lace them up. Stay hard. Into the daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. That the reason discipline is hard to maintain is because it is hard to maintain. That's what makes discipline hard. It's hard. Holding the line. Maintaining the standard. Giving no slack, none. That's the discipline. That's the discipline and it is hard. And if there's one thing I would say that does make it easier, it's to envision what it feels like when you're done. What it feels like after you've worked out or you've held the line on your food intake or you've pushed through some monotonous project that you have to do and all those things. When they're done, they feel good. Ladies and gentlemen, fear kills dreams. Fear kills hope. Fear put people in the hospital. Fear can age you. Fear, ladies and gentlemen, can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you are capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. And it seemed like you're in a hypnotic spell. And I ask you a question, what is the benefit? What's the benefit of allowing fear to hold you back? What's the benefit of giving up on yourself, of not stepping out on life and taking life on? What is the benefit for you? What's the plus in that? Vision what you will feel like later when you let the discipline slack. You know the feeling. Feeling weak and defeated and you know that you're falling behind. So get to know those two different types of feelings and ask yourself which one you want to feel in. So I didn't want to make any mistakes. I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to be perfect the first time I did something. It's not gonna happen. You're gonna make some mistakes. You're gonna hurt some folks' feelings. You're gonna create some enemies whenever you decide that you wanna to begin to take life on. There's things in our life that are controlling how we feel about ourselves. And depending on how those things go, that's how we feel about ourselves. And there's no way 
inner peace can be experienced when we tie our worth to these things. The greatest war you ever will face in your life, the greatest war you ever will face in your life is right here. Your mind is a battlefield. Because the greatest war, it's an internal war. 